Welcome back to the podcast on everything. I am your host, Dan Berlin, and with me is our frequent guest. He is a movie expert. His name is Steven Taylor, and he's going to be breaking down our Hollywood edition of the coronavirus episodes. Um, Steven, welcome to the podcast again for, I think, the fourth time. Hi there. Glad to be back, as always. Yeah. yeah, so you guys can't see him right now. I have him on Zoom, and his background is – you want to explain it? Because it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a picture of the back cave. You know, it's got all the, the classics. You know, you got the giant T-Rex, the Batmobile, a giant Joker card. The one thing it is missing that I, I, I love from the back cave is um, there's a giant penny, like a, like a gigantic penny that he has in the back cave. And apparently, I think I want to say it's from a time when Two-Face tried to, like, rob a bank with a giant penny or something. So it was, I don't know, it was, it was cool. So, but yeah, it's a cool picture. I love, I love, like, finding all these different pictures for Zoom meetings and stuff. And, you know, so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I got to start doing that myself because yeah. you, you always one-up everybody with your, with your background. Yeah, there, there's a lot of cool, like, you know, backgrounds. So people try to one up each other on uh but yeah so yeah i thought i would do it for just uh you know since we're talking about movies today yeah so um we're breaking down if you guys haven't paid attention to the coronavirus episodes we are going to start breaking down episodes based on things that are happening in the world that they are impacting so we're going to eventually get what's happening with the education system and right now we're basically in the Hollywood ep- episode right now. I don't want to give away all of them, um, but those are some to look forward to in the upcoming uh, couple of weeks. Steven is going to talk about movies and everything Hollywood related and how that has been affected by the coronavirus. So let's get right into it. Um, as of right now, people cannot go and watch movies. So, I think it is wise that Hollywood is not releasing movies right now. They are delaying them. So mm-hmm. can you tell us some big movies that would have come out, what's happening to them right now, um, and Hollywood? Yeah. So obviously with these kind of crazy times, um, it seems like just like the whole world is on uh, standby. And obviously with that, it's with all the movies that were – Either supposed to come out like uh, back in March, um, uh, this this month in April, and all the way even releases um, up to I think June. Um, they're they're even being pushed back. So there there's quite a few movies that I was looking forward to coming out. Um, I think the first one that definitely comes to mind was uh, Mulan. Uh, that was the like the live action. Uh, version. It was supposed to come out March 27th, so it was supposed to come out like last month. Um, but with you know everything, the Corona, that was kind of like when everything was like really getting serious, and everyone uh, was like you know doing lockdowns and stuff. Um, so they had delayed it um, all the way up until to to July. So they're they're kind of pushing it a few months forward and hoping that by July things will, you know, uh, loosen up and um, lockdowns will end. Um, and I think a, a good amount of movie companies uh, or movie studios are 
shooting for July to like August and September release dates. They think, they think uh, by then people should um, be going back to the, the movies. Um, but yeah, I'm actually surprised that they didn't do a, uh, like a video on demand release, like um, some movies that are coming out now um, that we'll touch on a little bit later in the podcast. But yeah, so that was definitely one that I was look, looking forward to. Another one that also was supposed to come out in March was A Quiet Place Part Two. Um, yes, and, I just I just saw that first one a week ago. Oh yeah, what do you think of it? I uh, I had a lot of questions because oh, yeah. um, is the second one a pre uh, a prequel or is that the sequel? So I think it's supposed to be both. Um, the way that they showed the trailer. It shows kind of like day one of like the creatures or whatever invading. Um, so it's, you know, it's a way for uh, uh, some characters to be there. Um, I don't, I don't want to spoil it if, if people haven't seen it. Um, and then they, um, I think, I guess, probably cut to present day and the actions and stuff. Um, like actions that they did in the first movie will carry over into the second movie. Um but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was definitely interesting, and uh, um, but wasn't wasn't one of my high high highest uh, movies of, of the year. But it was it was good. Yeah, but um, I didn't like. I had a lot of questions, and I'm like, how did we not solve this? Like, when it came out, like within the month, like you yeah, have all these military people and everything around the world, which I'm assuming mm-hmm. the whole world was affected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, th- I think we could have found a way to get them all together and just you know, nuke yeah. where they're at. So yeah, I, I kind of so, want to see this one to see how they explain that they couldn't right. do that or that they did that and failed. Right. But it yeah. left me more like at the end of signs, and I can tell mm-hmm. you guys signs. We talked about this about how long to wait, but like mm-hmm. signs when it came out, and it's like oh, it's water. It's like this is dumb. It's like we could have yeah. solved that way earlier because our land it's it's all water, you know. Yeah. So it kind of gave me that feeling. So if the second one comes out, and I'm like, oh, okay, that explains it. And then I'll mm. I'll grade it up a little bit. Yeah. But it was it was suspenseful, and those animals were really badass. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so yes, that's coming out. Um. Another very big, like, blockbuster movie. So the, the thing with the coronavirus is, like, since this is, like, the springtime, like, this is, like, kind of right before the summertime big blockbuster movies. So like, there's, a, like, a lot of, like, big, like, AAA movies that were supposed to come out during this time, but they're, like, being pushed back to, like, the fall or, or very late summer, which, you know, you don't really see a lot of those big movies coming out during that time. Um, so, like, another big one is the James Bond film, uh, No Time to Die. Um, so that was supposed to come out April 10th, but now they pushed, they actually pushed it back all the way up to November. So like, that's like a kind of like really extreme, like they're, they're, they're definitely like making sure that like the movie is going to be released at a time where they're not like hundred percent confident that like people will be back in theaters to watch it. Cause like, obviously I think they spent a lot of money. Uh, well, they have a big budget for like, um, advertisement and stuff. So like they, they really want people to see this movie, obviously since it costs so much. So they're, they're really being safe. I got a question about that. Do you think James yeah. Bond is planning ahead and saying, 
we'll let all these other movies come out before us, and then mm-hmm. we will have this date set. And if you want, you can try to compete against James Bond now. And you know, um, something. I, I think I think it's just the studio just trying to be as cautious as they can um, with the release. Like they they don't want to like release it too early um, to the point where like people might still be nervous to go out in public and, you know, out into a public place in fear of like maybe getting, you know, um, affected. And so like, you know, like the early movies that we mentioned, like Mulan and um, Quiet Place, like they're, they're giving it a few months. Um, but it's definitely like, especially cause like, you know, with, with the coronavirus, things are changing day to day. Like, you know, like, we, we, we keep making these predictions of like, hey, when everything's going to be kind of, you know, go back to normal, but it's constantly going up or down. Like people, I remember like back in March, they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll finish up by like May. And then like now in April, like they're like, yeah, maybe, maybe June, maybe July. Like it, it's constantly changing depending on like how people are reacting and how, you know, this is being dealt with. Um, so I think I think uh, the folks from James Bond, I think it's uh, MGM that kind of like own that. Um, I think they're definitely being really safe and uh, about their release date, making sure that it's it's being pushed so far about that like there is definitely like a not a guarantee, obviously, but like a stronger chance of them having like the most amount of people willing to come out to a movie theater out in public and seeing that movie. So yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and that's not to bash like other movies that are coming out earlier. It's saying like, oh, they're they're just trying to get money. They want to push out their thing. They're you know everyone is planning accordingly on what they think is is best. Um, so, um, I want to talk about two more movies that are being delayed. Uh, so, um, obviously, if you guys have listened, uh to this podcast before with me, you know, I'm a huge Batman fan. Um, and I'm very looking forward to the Robert Pattinson, uh, the Batman movie coming out, um, directed by Michael Reeves. And, and it's, um, uh, that movie also, uh, recently announced that they're being delayed and being pushed back. And I was telling Berlin earlier that it's kind of also a happy accident that they got pushed back. Um, because the, it was supposed to come out, I want to say June, um, but they pushed it back to, uh, October. Um, and that's actually, I think, honestly, a better release time for a Batman movie for two reasons. One, Batman is definitely kind of like associated with like Halloween and kind of like October with like costumes, you know, everyone dresses up for, as Batman yeah. and like all the villains yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's just darker for more of the day. Yeah, dark. Yeah, exactly. A very gothic look. So, you know, Halloween, October, that kind of, you know, gothic um, inspiration. And two, um, there haven't been any, like, uh, official, like, trailers or any, like, official, like, story um, um, traits that have, like, officially been announced. But a lot of people um, have been kind of, like, theorizing and also coming thinking that this movie is going to be um, based on a very famous Batman comic book, Batman Along Halloween. 
um, because the director has uh, said that he had, I don't think he might have had inspiration from that movie, but the way that he has talked about the movie, um, the way that, that they're, um, or the, the cast of the, the movie is they're using a lot of Batman um, villains in this movie. Like it, it's, I think it's four confirmed villains so far. It's Penguin, Catwoman, uh, Riddler, and I maybe Two-Face, I think. Um, so yeah, three or four villains already in just one movie. Um, and there's a few Batman comic books that, that focus on a lot of Batman villains in one, but the most famous is, is along Halloween. Um, and so, you know, obviously Halloween, October. So like people have said like this delay is kind of like cool and kind of good because it, it make it sets up the Batman movie more thematically with like what they're trying to shoot for. Okay. And you said one other one that you were talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, so the last one that kind of like uh, that got delayed, um, that kind of leads us into our next uh, talking point about like movies going over to like video on demand was uh, Lovebirds. Um, this movie uh, was supposed to come out. Hold on. Um, I think it was supposed to come out like April, like early April. Um, but what they did was, um, I think Netflix announced that they bought the rights to the movie. So like, they're going to, I don't know if they have already or if they're planning to, but they're going to release that movie on Netflix. Um, so people can view it there, like stream it. I think it's cool. Um, um, it's like a comedy, like romance movie. Um, and it has, uh, what's his name? He's really funny from, uh, he's from Silicon Valley. Uh, TJ Miller? No. Um, I was like, there's a lot of, Silicon Valley was hilarious. Johnny, Johnny, I think that's his name. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's really funny. He, uh, he was in a movie, uh, called, uh, Lovesick. Um, that's actually based on his, him and his wife and how they actually met, like, um, and they made it into a movie and it was like really good. It was, I think it was on Amazon. Um, but yeah, so like that, that is kind of like leading into like how movies um, are coming out now, um, and how they're being affected by the coronavirus is like some companies that like were supposed to re- release movies, like, either this month or last month um, are releasing them online, like video on demand um, where people can either on streaming services like Netflix or um, renting them from like Google play or iTunes and stuff. Um, and renting these, like, you know, like they're, I think they're calling them like home, like theater home release or something, you know? Um, but the, the, the problem I have with that is Normally when you rent a movie, like that's already been out, you know, like the uh, renting is like three, four, like if it had just come out, like, um, on DVD, it'll be like maybe seven or eight. Um, but the movie, the movies that are being released now on these video on demand things, they're like $20 to rent, which I think is like a very steep price. 
And it's not to own movies, it either. It's not. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't own it. Like, yeah, people, that's the thing. People buy movies for 20 bucks. Like, you know, like I can buy, um, like, uh, like, yeah, like a movie in 4k for 20 bucks, but like not to like rent it for like, cause usually with renting, they give you like 24 to 48 hours to view it. Gone, you know, like, and to do that for $20, that, that seems kind of a, like a C price. And, uh, I'm, yeah. I get that it's like a brand new movie that, and they need to make that they're losing all this like revenue from like ticket sales and stuff. But I th- I think putting it at that twenty dollars price point is going to scare more people to like not actually like buy it because they don't seem it's like worth it. Yeah, and it's not like you can bring a whole bunch of people over and watch it together and kind of be like, all exactly. right, now I've lowered the price to like three bucks. Yeah, 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 like you know, split Yeah. Splitting it. Yeah, exactly. That, that isn't really a thing anymore. Like, um, like I've had movie nights, um, like where, um, we, I've been watching friends movies with friends, um, through, uh, Google meet, like basically just like, um, like on Netflix, just like screen sharing my screen and then we can all watch the movie. Um, and, but like, you know, being at our own home separately. Um, but yeah, like, um, even that has its limitations and stuff and it's not always the best. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to like look at, like find these, uh, movies that are, are, are coming out. Uh, so I know one, Oh, here it is early access and like, uh, yeah. So, um, so I'll give you an example, like birds of prey that came out, right before all the uh, Corona cases and and lockdowns and stuff. And they just went out uh, and released their movie for renting and stuff and for buying. So you can buy birds of prey right now for $20 in 4k, or you can rent it for $6. See, that's like the normal, right? It's, it's like, you know, $6 to rent in 4k or just buy it, you know, own the movie for $20. Um, But there are other movies that where you can uh, rent it, um, like I think, uh, what is it called? Uh, um, let's see. Oh, here it is. They're calling them like home premieres. Um, so one of them was called the hunt. Um, so you can rent that for $20. Um, you can, uh, the invisible man, which I, I wanted to see. Um, you can rent that for 20 bucks, like all these, let's say like home premiere, um, basically just like renting them for 20 bucks. Um, rarely, uh, never rarely, sometimes always, I, I don't, I've never heard of that one. Um, yeah. So like all, all these movies that were supposed to come out, um, during this time is being pushed to this online streaming services for, um, kind of a lot of money. Um, yeah, like I feel like they would. I feel like they would make more uh, sales if they reduced that or, 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 or did something like, I would say like, like, like 10 bucks, you know, or maybe, maybe 15, but I don't know. That's, that's the thing with like, you know, they have to make back their, their, uh, their budget somehow. And they can't, obviously they can't do that with the lack of ticket sales. Yeah. But you also have to look at it as not everyone right now, has a job where you just hit like the highest limit we've had since the great depression. So people Mm -hmm. can't expect to spend $20 for a two hour event. 
at the moment yeah, right now. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's a lot, and yeah, uh, that's so, definitely a great point. Yeah, and I don't know how deep the pockets go for pe- the uh, Hollywood film industries, uh, the companies that work for the film industries down there. That how long they can sustain losses of fifty to one hundred million per film. But mm-hmm. I'm looking at it as how many films right now do they have to do that to? You know, can they right. go six months without making anything and still survive? But they're also not producing anything, so they're not putting any money out. You know? Yeah. So I don't really know how much that works and why the price point is so high. Yeah. Mm. yeah there's there's definitely like a lot of different factors i'd go into pricing for things and um what would be yeah what would be cool is if they could find out where you live and then base it on like the average person there so maybe like people on la can pay 20 bucks and then people in like tougher communities with higher unemployment that don't make thousand dollars it's like four dollars you know and they can maybe adjust it based on that yeah, but that would be so complex to, to be able to actually individually do that. And also the people like who live in those like more kind of wealthier areas, they're like, why, why are we, you know, why do I have to pay 20 bucks when um, this state has to pay like, or uh, only five bucks. And like, that would be, you know, that would. Yeah. You well, know. we do it for gas, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But movies aren't like gas, you know, movies aren't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of gas, like I, I had to, um, so I, I work at my, uh, uh, very essential job at Starbucks. Um, and, uh, like, you know, I still drive out like that. That's really the only time I, I leave my house is just for Starbucks or if I had to get groceries and, and gas is so cheap right now. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if you've seen, I know we're talking about movie. I know. Yeah, I sold like, it for a dollar. Well, it's fun. I sold it for a dollar 89. Yeah, that, I, that's what I bought my gas for. Like it was like a, a buck eighty. I was like, "Geez, so cheap!" And like things like oil and stuff. Like they're, the the prices and stocks and stuff for oil is going so cheap in Texas. It's it's that like um, they they are like I think I read something that they are actually paying people to buy their stocks. Like they are paying you to buy their their oil and stuff um, just because it's so low uh, price wise. <laughs> That is just crashing right now. It's, it's insane. Yeah, I think we need to invest in some, but also it makes me want to get like a huge barrel or, yeah, right? or something and just put all this gas in it and then, <laughs> and then yeah, use it for the next 20 years. In a few months, it'll, 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 it'll like quadruple in value. Yeah, the only downfall is if like something happens to that gas tank, it could have a huge explosion or I could get a huge yeah. fine from the government for like a leak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a high it's a very yeah. high risk yeah uh so yeah so yeah with this this whole video on demand thing it's definitely being affected by the coronavirus um another thing is also like actors themselves like you know uh not being able to work um to to film and even some very well-known actors i've actually got gotten coronavirus like um Two big names, uh, Tom Hanks, uh, who else? Um, we said it, Idris um, Elba. Yeah. Um, them, um, I think, yeah, like they, they both said that I think they're all like recovered now. Um, and what they're doing is like, I, and Hanks and his wife said like they were gonna, um, um, 
donate some money to like relief funds for Corona, uh, the coronavirus and like to who, and like to like, you know, all these like organizations. Um, yeah. And I think he's going to try to use his blood to help try to find. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. Um, yeah, but which, it which is yeah, Edges Elba, I think, barely had anything. Yeah, I think he was, yeah, he, he, yeah, I, I remember watching a video that he, he released on his Twitter. He was just saying that, you know, he had like, you know, it's like cough and, but he was feeling mostly fine and just like quarantine and quarantining and stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at an article right now. Um, oh, uh, Christopher Hivju, um, uh, he's the uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, the the red haired giant guy. Oh, that guy! He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw like uh, he he posted on Instagram that he said that um, he tested positive. Um, so um, let's see, uh, Rachel Matthews. Um, she she like voiced a character from Frozen Two. Um, Let's see. Um, I don't. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of like actors, um, or, and actresses and stuff that like, you know, test positive. But it seems like for the most part they're they're like recover. Like I don't. I haven't really heard of like any major, um, at, uh, actors actually dying from coronavirus. No. Um, and yeah, so, they haven't made because they have these huge mansions far away from. People. Yeah. When they quarantine, they have a nice separation. Yeah. Right. And so like, you know, there's a, obviously a lot of separate. Yeah. Like, uh, good word, like separation from like, you know, the average person versus a celebrity on how they can quarantine, like, you know, us in just like our regular house versus like, um, like, like someone like an actual celebrity that has their like huge mansion in their like infinity pool and their like huge backyard. You know, like it, they want they want to sound like relatable, and they're like, "Hey, we're all in this together and stuff." But there is a difference of like staying in a place like that and being kept up in you know our you know, regular house, you know, um, and having access to one like medical treatments to testing through like you know, there's a lot of like economic. Uh, uh, differences that that like you know those celebrities have access to that our average people can't. So it it seems like like I don't want to say backhanded, but it just seems like you know that you can't really say like oh yeah we're all in this together when clearly there's a difference. Yeah, and I think some of them don't realize that and they try to right. Yeah, try and to show us that. Saying, yeah, but I, yeah, I feel that, I, um, I feel like once you get to that certain level, mm-hmm. you're unrelatable to us in that way. And that is, exactly, yeah. that is okay. It, yeah, like, yeah. We're not going to be on the same level. Like that is okay. You don't have to try to pretend like we're the same because right. we're going through, like we're not going through the same, the, it, the same way. Yeah. I, and obviously like a lot of, you know, mostly all those actors and actresses, like I genuinely actually care about what's going on in the world and, and really wish that people like, um, for safety and stuff. But honestly, the best thing that they can do right now, um, like if, like if I like, uh, was like a famous actress or I mean, a, a actor that like had like all this wealth, yeah, <laughs> uh, had all this, uh, like wealth and, and connections and stuff would just, 
to be like one donate uh, money to these uh, uh, programs and re- relief funds for programs like who like um, or, or just like run a, uh, programs and stuff like who themselves that they're a very small organization that like heavily rely on donations like um, people like is always like kind of view them as this huge organization but they are very small um, and and um, they they need all, all all the money that they can get um, that that um, helps you know keeps everyone informed and keeps everyone as healthy as they can be in in you know in these times like with the like you know the, the outbreak now with coronavirus but also like future pandemics or future like you know uh, outbreaks of, of other diseases and stuff because it, it's not going to go down like it's only going to go up in in the future like cases of like animal dis- like uh born diseases and stuff to crossing over to humans are, are have only shown to go up in, in data and we're only going to get more and more you know either like outbreaks or, or diseases and stuff. So like we definitely need to like heavily invest in, into these companies. So I think it's great that um, actors and stuff are, are donating their money or even their blood. And that's also a very important thing. If, if people have like um, coronavirus, like it's great to test or uh, have samples of their blood so that they can use that. Um, like, and even like regular people, like um, blood banks always need, um, blood, like I'm, I'm planning on donating, uh, going to try to donate some blood. Um, even though that I don't have like, uh, uh, symptoms or, or, or confirmed case of Corona, but like, you know, people still need blood transfusions and stuff for like hospital visits and stuff during this time way that even the average like citizen can help out. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But, so, uh, um, let's get into a few things, um, before we start wrapping up. Um, yep. Right now, streaming is like the thing to do because everyone is literally at home, yeah, not doing anything. Do you know any any top films right now that are just blowing up because of streaming? I know uh, we discussed a few that when this everyone first started having to be um, mm-hmm. kept in their houses that came out, and those were basically pandemic movies. And right. Yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, we talked. Yeah, I talked about Outbreak, the movie coming out. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, so I can't really. Uh, I remember on Netflix there was um, like a a topic that was like trending movies uh, right now, like top ten movies trending uh, uh, in the U.S. or whatever. And they, they kept changing and stuff throughout the week. Um, so, I mean, me personally, like, I've, I've been watching way more movies, like, uh, on Netflix, on Amazon. Uh, so I just, I just watched uh, two uh, good movies that I really liked. Um, the first one being Arrival. Uh, uh, have you ever watched that? No, I have not. It's, it's great. Um, uh, uh, it's basically a sci-fi movie of like aliens arriving to earth and they have this linguist that tries to communicate to them. And it, it, it's definitely like more, um, it's a great sci-fi movie and it's a great sci-fi movie, not because of aliens, but it, it it's a great sci-fi movie because it really 
um, explores this character study about like humanity connections, language, um, and, and kind of like, uh, uh, personal like choice, um, and stuff. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, 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 it gets kind of crazy at, at the end. And it's a really good, uh, really good sci-fi movie. And, um, the, the, the writer, uh, like, so the, the movie is based on a short story that came out, I want to say in the nineties. And the writer of, um, the short story basically said, like, I think the best sci-fi movies or sci-fi stories are not like ones with like giant alien, crazy planets and stuff. They're more, um, exploration of like the human condition and kind of like self-reflection in community, um, in a kind of sci-fi setting and stuff. Um, talking about all these decisions about like uh, life and, and death and like um, all these like other um, kind of uh, self-reflective um, things. So it was a really cool, like good sci-fi movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, debating, I'm debating on mm-hmm. some, if like, I, like cause you brought up arrival and aliens. If I should just mm-hmm. start from Prometheus and just watch all the aliens and just, you know, just like yeah. in movie series is, yeah, I mean, that's what people are joking about. Like, they're like, you know, with how 2020 is going, like, it's been going so crazy that, you know, what what's next after after gold pandemic? Like, aliens, you know? Aliens visiting. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, let's see. Um, and another one I saw was a Netflix movie. I can't remember what it was called. It was a... Kind of like a military movie. It had a Ben Affleck in it. Uh, came out a a while ago. Oh, Triple Frontier. Okay. That, it was a, it was a pretty good. It was it's kind of like a heist movie with like a special forces like operatives um, trying to like steal money from like this drug lord, um, and it kind of like leads to like all these like crazy events and stuff. It was pretty good. Um, I I give it like a seven out of ten. Right. Um, There's a movie about um, coaching that Ben Affleck was in. Oh yeah, and I want now. I'm really curious to see if that movie came out. Yeah. Um, here, let me pull up the article. Okay, I think. you're looking it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Do you remember what it was called? I remember seeing a trailer for it in the. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to Google it, but I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head. But when you mentioned Ben Affleck, I was like, oh yeah, this coaching movie. I wanted to see. I was seeing all these promotions for, and I wonder what happened to it. So that's probably another one that just got delayed. Um, yeah, uh, it was called uh, The Way Back. The Way Back. Yeah, so it was supposed to release in March six. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they got delayed. Yeah. If um, it did, it might have had one week, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel bad for those movies because you know people are gonna look at them maybe in the and years in the future and be like, Oh, that movie like sucked. Cause it, you know, it lost a hundred million dollars. Right. But you know, yeah, but also you pay, yeah. Pay attention to the fine, fine print mm-hmm. that it lost that money because of poor, uh, well not poor timing, but you know, just unfortunate timing at when it came out compa- and compared to what just happened in the world. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like it's a yeah. John Carter movie, you know, yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, 
So with with that, like, kind of leading, leading about, like, you know, with everything being shut down, like, what's going to be the future? So, like, um, I definitely think that, like, this whole um, home movie, like, video on demand, like, $20 to rent, like, um, um, I, I guess, like, uh, trial is going to continue on, even when we go back to, um, you know, like, going out to movies out in person. Um, I think the whole idea of, like, hey, like, this movie comes out today, but you can rent it right now, like, today for 20 bucks instead of going out to the movie theater. Because some people genuinely like watching movies from home and stuff. You know, I know a few friends that, like, they always wait till the movie comes out to rent, and then they'll, they'll just watch it from home. Um, which is fine. You know, some people, I, I personally like the movie theater experience. Like I like going to the movies and, and seeing it with other people and kind of like having like a, a group reaction to like, you know, crazy scenes and stuff. Um, sometimes it's really great. Like everyone's like really in sync and everyone's like experiencing the same thing you are. Sometimes it's not great where, um, I remember like when we were talking way back in Joker, the, the second time I watched it, there was a very, tense and crazy uh unsettling scene that freaked me and my friends out um but then everyone else in the theater was like laughing and i was like what is going on why are you laughing at this scene so but that, that's the thing with the movie theater experiences and stuff they're always crazy so but yeah i think the whole video on demand like 20 bucks like day one like of a movie being released i think that will continue after the pandemic is over um so i definitely see that in our future I wonder, yeah, I was just, I just came up with this and it made me wonder when you're talking about that, but like, let's say MGM makes something, mm-hmm. makes a deal with Netflix or just makes their own streaming service. Right. Say, yeah. All right. You can get our package for 50 bucks and you can watch unlimited films that we just made. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's definitely like, I, I don't want to say like, um, a, like overflow well definitely like an overflow of like uh streaming services nowadays like you know like i mean that's kind of the future is just like everyone wants a piece of streaming services you know so like you know it was only like really netflix and hulu and amazon for a long time but now you got other companies like disney and stuff they're like why would we you know pay netflix to like rent watch our movies when we when people can pay us to you know watch our own movies in our own catalog um i know uh like hbo has their own stream services coming out and stuff like so like um right now on netflix uh, every i'm a big like anime fan so like um the studio ghibli uh collection um basically around the world everyone can watch um, the the Studio Ghibli films like House Moon Castle, My Neighbor Totoro, um, Spirit Away, like all those like really great anime films um, on Netflix right now, um, but not in the U.S. because HBO made a deal where um, the the U.S. gained exclusive rights or uh, the U.S. for um, the Studio Ghibli films just for HBO. So like that's things like. Uh, string services are competing for certain proper movie properties and stuff, or they're coming out with their own. Like NBC, uh, the the Office and Friends are are be taking off of Netflix, um, and you know going to NBC streaming services, which is going to happen. I don't know, like maybe in the fall, like um, yeah. Soon. And 
Yeah, this is what I, I, I wonder and I'm concerned about is, is, is this going to get watered down in which every, every channel has their own streaming that you can go to there. Oh yeah. And either people yeah, are paying, that's happening right now. Yeah, people are paying a ridiculous amount of money to watch yeah. certain shows or they just mm-hmm. don't go into it anymore. And those shows yeah. like the office and friends, no one really watches anymore because that's basically all NBC has is that. Yep. And then Saturday Night live and it's not worth yeah. eight bucks a month to watch the office unlimited, you know, and then yeah. I mean, that will increase like, let's say illegal streaming or oh, it is. If it, I guess it, I don't know if that's considered illegal streaming, like watching. Yeah. The, like pirating. Not on, yeah. Pirate shows, is, yeah. Not, yeah, so I wonder what's going to happen once we have 500 different streaming services like that. Yeah, I mean, people were always, like, you know, upset about, like, uh, companies like Comcast and DirecTV and, like, Verizon and stuff, like, about, like, you know, paying too much for, like, cable bills and stuff, like, paying, like, so much money for, like, channels that you don't even watch. And they were like, oh, yeah, just cable, you know, cable cut, like, you know, just, like, pay, like, 10 20 bucks for like one or two streaming services and it's way cheaper and then you get like all of this content and stuff but now it's like you know i i pay for four different streaming services so that's like at least like 40 bucks a month and you know and more people pay pay for other stuff streaming services and stuff and it, it'll i feel like it'll get to the point where we're basically paying the same amount amount as we were, we were paying for the cable companies but just like for all these like different streaming services and stuff. And yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's still cheaper. And also like the other great thing, it's like you're paying for like what you genuinely want. Like you're only, you know, getting the streaming services of the content that you want, you know, which is, you know, always always good. But like, yeah, there's definitely going to be like an overflow watered down, like, you know, too many, too many streaming services and stuff. And, but, yeah. yeah, and then I wonder when it takes the pendulum to kind of swing back where the cable company's like, hey, for 60 bucks, you get all this stuff. We just upgraded all our packages. Come back to us. I mean, yeah. It all they, again. Yeah, they're dying right now. They're they're trying to do everything that they can. They're like, um, they're making deals where they're like, hey, if you sign up for like Verizon, we'll give you Disney, Disney Plus. Like they're offering like these streaming services as like rewards and stuff. Like they'll they'll pay for Disney Plus, if you, if you sign up for us for a year and stuff, so like they're doing anything that they can to to keep their customer base, but it, it's getting harder every day. Yeah, so. and I wonder if the watered down actually will help them in the long run if they can. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. If they have these packages with all these companies, you can mm-hmm. just get it for the same price. But we'll see. Um, all right, yeah. there's a few more things we wanna we wanna uh, talk about. What films oh, yeah. do you think will be like the test run films? Do you think right. the ones that they think are going to be like huge blockbusters or ones that they were maybe on the fence about? And we're like, let's throw this out there as a test. We didn't invest $500 million into it. And if mm-hmm. it bombs, we lose a lot. We lose less compared to throwing Batman out there as like the first right. film out. What do you yeah. Think? So basically, basically with, with test runs, it's like, you know, what movie is is supposed to come out like either July or August that they haven't delayed yet because of the coronavirus. Like one movie is still staying with their release date now. Um and just like hoping that like, you know, this will be the movie or the the movies that will be like, hey, like, um 
like it's you know okay to come back uh out in society and we can like go back to the movie theaters and stuff and you know do normal ticket sales and stuff what what is going to be the the crossover um and i only have like one movie like because like i don't know every movie that's supposed to come out in july or august um but i read an article like um, a little back ago that talked about um, Christopher Nolan's movie Tenet um, being being that kind of test run movie um, so it's supposed to come out July 17th um, and they haven't announced any delays yet or, or them pushing the movie back at all um, but that's a, a very big you know blockbuster movie that's coming out in July that could be like hey like you know, maybe by by June, uh, late June, that um, the lockdowns will end and like, people can go back to public places. And then by July, they're thinking like, hey, like you, know, you can go to the movie theater and then you know buy movie tickets. So like the budget is like like two hundred million dollars. So it's a huge movie, um, and it's definitely one that like one I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan uh, films. Um, so like I've, I've been eyeing this movie since like I saw the first trailer. So I'm excited to see it, how it will be affected by the coronavirus. If, if, um, if it eventually gets delayed like the other movies or if they're going to be like, Hey, we're, we're releasing it on schedule on time. Um, and see how it, if people, if one, if people are even allowed to go to the movie theaters and two, if they can, will they go to the movie theaters um, and actually go into a big public place and, and see a movie? You know what I think they could, they could do? Is take movies from the past that have been popular that people like and throw them out. Like, yeah. You know, like, uh, let's just say The Godfather. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, It's a Wonderful Life. Like, all right, we're going to put this out as, like, a re-release and just see how many people are like, yeah, let's go watch this movie we all love. Yeah, they could do that, and it could save them money. But who knows? Like, yeah. I think this is the big thing, and I don't know if Hollywood's thinking about it. Is like, yeah, what films are you willing to lose money on, basically, or what film may make like if Christopher Nolan comes out and makes a billion dollars? Because everyone's like, yeah, let's all go and support support our mm-hmm. theaters and our and our establishments now. Right? You know, so yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the other side. It's like. Hey, like we should support blah, blah blah. Like it's like the the lockdowns. Like I'm only saying like um to go out if the one if the lockdown ends and two if like people are saying like hey it's okay to you know open go back to business and stuff and 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 you know everything. Um, because like it seems like nowadays like like I actually just tweeted about this morning um that like. Every every day that I go to like my job at Starbucks, it seems that like more and more people are are going out in public each day. Like when this started, like um, a few months ago, like I barely saw any cars out on the road, and there was like no one out um, at all. Um, but like today, like uh, I saw like so many cars out. And, and like a lot of people like going, like walking around and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, like we, we, we really need to like stay strong about this whole like lockdown and, uh, and pandemic to try to find this curve. Even if it seems like that 
you know, things are are going great. Like because like if the if the curve starts going down slightly, and then everyone's like, okay, you know, the curve's going down, we can all go out. There's going to be a second spike because there that has happened in the past. It happened in Chicago like a long time ago with um with their uh, outbreaks. Um, from the 1918 fever, I want to say, um, or flu or something. Um, basically, like, you know, they had a huge lockdown and cases dropped and they were like, great. And then they reopened everything and then cases grew again. And then they had to do a second lockdown. So, like, that's what I don't want. I don't want like a second lockdown, you know, like, um, so, uh, but, yeah. but yeah. So, I feel like a lot of people will, will lose their minds if, they get to go out for like three days and then get sent back home. Right. And, and I understand people like, you know, they're, they're, they're getting like cabin fever and like, there's only so much you can do at your house and, you know, like, and people obviously miss, you know, hanging out with their friends, their, their other family uh, relatives and stuff like, you know, having that, you know, us being very social creatures, you know, we, we need that, that like in person, uh, social interaction like there's yeah. um, and I wonder so, if people I get realize, it. yeah I wonder if people are starting to realize like the phone and social media is not the same as like being in with people like we right, that in person stuff you can't take it away yeah like I mean it's, it's great like watching movies and stuff like with my friends like online but like you know it'd be even better if I could do that in person and stuff so you know um, but yeah we, we just gotta stay strong and try to you know, do the best that we can. Um, and eventually, you know, this, this will pass. Like we'll, uh, a good majority of us will, will get immunities. And, and the other thing is like, you know, there's, there's been great progress on like coming out with like basically uh, a vaccine because that's really like, I mean, yes, social distancing and, and quarantining is a great thing that we can do, but like the only thing that's like really going to speed this process up of ending this pandemic is going to be coming out with a vaccine. And and to kind of put some like you know positive uh, light into like this whole pandemic is like like we're we're living in a time where like um, we we've we've really come together as as like a, like a country and, and a world of like like um, trying to work to solve this problem to like come up with a cure as a, a vaccine as quick as we can. Like, I, I feel like, um, this, uh, pandemic has been like the fastest time in human history, of, like, you know, in the process of developing a vaccine. And actually I just I saw an article today that was talking about, um, there's one, there was one research group that actually has a very promising, uh, vaccine, um, that just passed a very, uh, important, Stone that could lead to, um, uh, you know, dealing out an actual like um, vaccine um, because the vaccines take a very long time. But like, you know, with technology that we have today, it's it's you know very quick, very fast, and and we're really coming together from scientists uh, all working around the world, nonstop, just dedicated to you know finding uh, a vaccine. Um, personally, I'm just waiting for Elon Musk to get that Mars, Mars city yeah. up and running. <laughs> that yeah, I don't have to worry about it, him anymore. <laughs> so speaking of Elon Musk, like he actually, uh, he kind of popped up on my radar today. He, uh, he 
he made a very interesting tweet. Um, he he just said, uh, free America now, uh, like in all caps. Um, and a lot of people are, are kind of like, what the heck? Like, you know, you of all people, like should not really be saying that because like of how many people like that, that like are influenced by him. Cause like, you know, he's such a famous celebrity. Um, he's considered one of the him, people too. Yeah, exactly. He's supposed to, you know, kind of, yeah, representing the people. But like, if, if you have people like Elon Musk saying like free America now, like that's, that's going to put things like, you know, in dangerous territory, could, they're going to be like, yeah, like we, you know, we're tired of this lockdown. Like, you know, there's all, all this stuff about like um, the protests and stuff and all that stuff is only going to make things a lot worse. Like I get people wanting, you know, be out of this lockdown, but like we need to be patient and we just need to stay strong. But like, yeah, tweets like that are, are very dangerous and stuff. And a lot of people that I follow, they're like, what the heck? Like, why, why are you saying this? You know, like the kind of um, reach that you can have, you know, so. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about, Stephen, before we yeah. end this podcast, I want to get your number on this, and we'll see five years from now if you're right. So, oh, man, five years. Yeah, once this ends, the number of films that come out, not not, not sci-fi, like television channel, like big screen uh, okay. movies, how many yeah. come out about the coronavirus, either from like uh, – about a third person's life or about, you know, being like the second, the person in charge of solving it. How many movies will come out? I have over under 10 and a half. Do you think it's going to be over or under that? Over under 10. Uh, That's a good, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I would say, You know, I'm going to say over. I feel like with such, like, a very historic event like this, there's definitely going to be, like, a lot of, you know, about, like, coming out with the cure, like, documentaries that come out, like, better. Like, we were talking about right now, there's a documentary that I really like that I just watched on Netflix called um, Explained by uh, Vox um, that did an episode all about the coronavirus and kind of the history of pandemics. Like, that's why I knew about the whole second spike of Chicago from that uh, 1918 fever. Um, they just talked about like the history of pandemics and diseases and stuff and, and how like uh, Corona and stuff and, and uh, has been affected the world. But um, yeah, I would say maybe over 10 films. It, it, it's such a crazy time and a lot of creative people will definitely get inspiration for either some sort of movie or screenplay for events very either about coronavirus or something very inspired by or very similar to coronavirus, like you yeah. know, an outbreak movie. Yeah. Especially if the way we like solve it. Yeah. Like, like conquer it is like some mm-hmm. amazing tale of like right. scientists yeah. from like three different countries getting together and solving it. And, yeah. You know, like, like obviously that might get two or three of them itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. But, um, well, thank you, Stephen, for joining the podcast again. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, Stay safe. Thank you, um, listeners, for joining into the podcast and listening. Once again, you can catch us on the podcast on everything.com. You can also check us out on iTunes, 
Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Stitcher, all, all the good places that you can listen to podcasts. We are on. Um, support us. Support Stephen. He, he gets lonely. He has a Google, a Google Meet that he wants people to join. So his email is below. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we get thousands of people. Hey, if anyone hey, wants to watch the movies online, like, hit me up. <laughs> No, always look for good movies. Yeah, yeah, but thanks again for listening, and thank you, Stephen, for taking the time out once again to talk Hollywood. And of course, yeah.